Welcome to the Uncomfortable Truth Podcast, hosted by the rock star of consulting, Alan Weiss. Be prepared to have your beliefs challenged and your behaviors questioned. Welcome back to the Uncomfortable Truth. This episode is called Generations. I am among the eldest of the baby boomers. I was born in 1946, and some of my earliest true memories are from somewhere in the early 50s. And in the 50s, we had a constancy. GIs who returned from the war, many of them, opted for the GI Bill so they could go to college with the government paying the tuition. Many more re-entered the workforce and started families, hence the baby boomers. There was Levittown, where this brilliant invention provided for almost anyone being able to buy a home with a small lawn and a picket fence. Sputnik went into the air and scared the hell out of the West. The Korean War was raging. Our first brush with China. Univac was present. And when you talked about bugs in the computer, you met real bugs inside that monster. DNA was discovered. Joe McCarthy in the Senate was howling about communism, forcing blacklists. The Hungarian uprising took place against the USSR, and which was cruelly settled with tanks. And the Montgomery bus boycott took place. In the 60s, which I think was the most exciting and tumultuous period of my life, we had Woodstock and the Beatles. Martin Luther King was assassinated. John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Bobby Kennedy was assassinated. This kind of violence was happening back then. We had the Watts riots and the cities burning. The Cuban Missile Crisis, where I remember young women crying in the halls of what looked like imminent nuclear annihilation. The Bay of Pigs fiasco in Cuba. The first televised presidential debate, which I think was Nixon and Kennedy. And the USSR exploded its first hydrogen bomb. In the 70s, we had the Kent State shootings by the National Guard over protests about the war. We had Watergate and Nixon and Agnew, a president and vice president, resigned from office. We landed a craft on Mars. The Vietnam War finally ended, and the gay liberation movement came to the forefront. In the 80s, CNN begins. The Iranian hostages are finally released. We had the Falklands War. Sandra Day O'Connor became the first female associate justice on the Supreme Court. Sally Ride, the first woman astronaut. The Challenger spacecraft exploded. The Macintosh computer was introduced. The Cold War, for all practical purposes back then, ended with Reagan and Gorbachev reaching some agreements. And subsequently, the Berlin Wall falls. And in the U.S., there was intense materialism and consumerism. From what I recall and from what I've read historically, and MTV emerges. In the 90s, we had the L.A. riots the Oklahoma City bombing, the Columbine shootings, imagine way back then, the Persian Gulf War, TWA Flight 800 is blown up over Lockerbie, Scotland. I believe even today, they're still assessing blame and trying to arrest people for that. But there is relative peace and prosperity in the 90s. The USSR officially comes to an end. There's the rise of the internet, and Dow Jones clears 2,900 for the first time. As I read this to you, I believe today 
the Dow Jones is around 3,400. In the, in the aughts, noughts, zeros, whatever you want to call that, from, tw <laughs> from 2000 to 2010, Al-Qaeda attacks the World Trade Center and the Pentagon, and except for the heroism of the passengers on that other plane, would have attacked the White House. The Department of Homeland Security is established. We invade Iraq. Nancy Pelosi is the first woman speaker of the House. Michael Jackson dies. There is economic collapse, the Great Recession. Some places were too big to fail, remember that? Y2K is a complete flop, as I think electric cars will be, at least as constituted by the current plans and mandates. Barack Obama becomes the first black president and almost immediately, within his first year, receives the Nobel Peace Prize. And Tesla is launched. In the tens, between 2010 and 2020, Black Lives Matter comes to the fore. There's Brexit. There's Occupy Wall Street. There's the 1% crowd. There's the launch of the iPhone 4. Donald Trump is elected president. There are natural disasters all over the place. The Boston Marathon bombing takes place. Just recently, again, this uh, perpetrator has been in court. LGBTQ rises in uh, visibility. There is Ebola. And the artist, once known as Prince, dies. So we've come over this time, over my lifespan, from a period of constancy to a period of continuing turmoil. From privacy to omnipresent publishing and exposure. Nothing you say today, or write today, can you expect to remain private. They've just discovered that TikTok employees have created a way to capture the names of people who on TikTok visit porn sites or visit gay destinations, whatever it happens to be, which they shouldn't be doing, but they are. Tucker Carlson, late of Fox News, uh, has had uh, his, what he thought, off-air comments, which were racial and misogynistic, recorded and accounted for his abrupt dismissal. In the news business, you're told that every mic is a live mic. In other words, even if it's supposed to be off, assume it's on. Don't embarrass yourself. But a lot of people forget that. We've come from a, a period of civility to rudeness and aggression. From support for the law to defund the police and from, res uh, from respect for institutions to near anarchy. An article in today's Wall Street Journal talked about the fact that it's hard to get umpires for Little League Baseball and, and uh, amateur hockey and so forth because the parents become so violent and physically aggressive. Can you imagine that? This isn't merely the changing of generations, I don't think, or progress or evolution of thought. It's a decline and a declivity into amazing self-absorption, disdain for differing opinions, and really a wallowing in ignorance, where opinion replaces fact, and where one person can't have a disagreement with, the, with another, but the disagreeing person has to be wrong, has to be mocked, has to be shown to be of inferior intelligence and depraved, this is the moral narcissism of our age. Our primary institutions of the conveyance of values have all decayed. The schools, organized religion, the intact household, and statesmanship.
You'd have to go a long way today. What was it, Diogenes looking for an honest man? Before you found a statesman instead of just a politician. So is this a natural sign of the times? Or is it more like the old trope that says that the first generation, which is hungry, creates a business and begins to grow the business and educates the children. And the second generation, now educated, takes on the business when the first generation leaves and makes it even better and introduces new techniques because they're also hungry. But then the third generation comes along and the business goes to hell because that generation isn't hungry, they're slothful, they're complacent, and they are fat and lazy. The United States is about 240 years old, which is something like one thousandth of one percent of the tenure of the dinosaurs on Earth. They lived for 129 million years, and they were erased only by a piece of space junk that accidentally hit the Yucatan. Or they'd still be here. Will we be erased in just the blink of an eye by junking our own values? You've been listening to The Uncomfortable Truth with Alan Weiss. For free access to Alan's newsletters, audio and video resources, and for information about his global events and coaching communities, please visit alanweiss.com. Thanks for listening. Keep the faith.